going on guys it's the Vinny rock podcast uh this is kind of a what do we call these huh this is just kind of like a fight preview or yeah. a fight discussion discussion a fight discussion i'm with my boy big trav uh that is my mma go-to guy in boxing actually anything in the fight world i go to this guy for any kind of information questions uh we talk fights all the time we bet fights all the time um actually we'll get you a card i'll post it on Vinny rock uh, dot com what we our predictions are going to be to our best ability. Yeah, so if you guys absolutely. want to bet, that's on you, man. <laughs> but before we get to that, we'll get to our sponsors that make this possible. Temple 57, you guys already know, if you have any um, any kind of military training currently right now, they're looking to hire some veterans down in the California area for a huge contract for a major company. So if you guys want to do some personal security, let me know. Hit up Temple 57. Temple57.com is the website you can go to. Let them know Vinny Rock sent you. Like I said before, they are global, but they also have a lot of local contracts. So if you guys are looking to get into the, to the personal protection world, um, check them out. I know the guys personally. I've had drinks with the guys. You know, sometimes like you, you want to network with someone, go drink with them. See if they can hold their liquor. See if they're not Absolutely. an asshole, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know they can drink and you know they're just really cool even when they're drunk. And I'm not saying they were drunk. I, I was drunk. <laughs> but the point is, when you get to know someone and you know that you can have a few drinks with them and no one's going to act out of hand, you know those are good people. It's yeah, a, make sure they're not wasted and dancing on the bar. Right. Yeah. And when you, yeah, then you know, like, you know, I can't do business with that guy. You know? But the guys at Temple 57, really, really professional, professional guys. They protected so many people. I, I won't even name names because I'm not going to name drop for them. But if you guys are interested in doing some personal protection, obviously right now, like I said, veterans, they're looking for some jobs down in the California area for some personal protection for, for a major company. Um, let them know. Let them know if any rocks sent you. Uh, GMR Gold. Do you collect gold at all, Trav? I have coins. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Did you, do you show your son and stuff? Does he check them out or, or he's just still a little too young for that? I, I haven't really because he'd probably want to hold on to them. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, they get lost in his room full of Legos. And you know what my daughter has in her backpack right now is a bunch of those Sacagawea dollar coins. Oh wow! She gets them from the from the vendor, the the vending machines. She puts a dollar in, and she asks for coin return. They sent, they give her those, so she keeps collecting them. Oh wow! Which is super funny. It's getting heavy, dude. Those things, are, yeah. That's what I'm saying. She has five dollars and quarters, just I mean, in those dollars, just in one pocket, and then she has a few more in another. I'm like, stop collecting these damn things. Pretty soon it's yeah, it's gonna and it's gonna be. <laughs> it's like a pocket full of change. Yeah, she's right now. She's at her uh, wrestling tournament, so you know, give her some good luck vibes. But uh, GMR Gold is a company that I started. I signed up with with the bullion box. Yeah, very cool. And uh, you, you know, you can do a one hundred to two hundred, three hundred dollars subscription. They send you gold, legitimate. Like this isn't my my wife didn't believe it. She's like, this is bullshit, right? Like, no, it's not real gold. I'm like, no, it's fucking real gold. It shows a certifiable stamp on there. You can you can look it up. You can Google it and everything. You can actually sell it back to them. Say if oh, wow. I, say if I got it, and all of a sudden it just jumps and all of a sudden the price of gold goes through the roof if i want to sell it back to them i can because they're legitimate they broker everything right yeah. yeah it's pretty cool uh next time you have my house remind me and i'll show you yeah actually this weekend maybe i have, have to tell my uh, i got a good buddy that he's he's all about uh gold mining and panning for gold and yeah. stuff like that he'd probably totally love well, the it. precious metal thing is important right because look you don't know uh we don't know the future of bitcoin and, and bitcoin might very well be huge and it might very well crash we don't know i have a lot of buddies to do it and they believe it's going to do really well for them and good i'm glad 
But the one stable thing throughout all time has been precious metals, right? Your gold, your silvers. And so for me, that's kind of that insurance is that safety net that I want to put away for my kids. And so every month it shows up, I put it away in the safe. We check it out. If there's some cool coins, me and the boys kind of check them out. Absolutely. You know, we have some fun with it. Uh, It's kind of the father thing that I can hand down to them. Uh, And then eventually, you know, hopefully, you know, things start going good. And and if I have enough, if some reason I need to cash out, you know, I can, I have some thinking time because I can't just go spend it. You know what I mean? I could decide how I want to, how I want to use this. Do I want to put some money away for the family or do I want to just go ahead and start selling it? Right. And so it's just one of those things. I thought it's another savings plan for my family. Absolutely. Yes. Definitely smart. Yep. That's GMR gold. You guys check them out. You can check them out on Instagram at GMR gold. Um, the boy unboxed me. I, I, I recommend that you guys check it out. Let me know if you have any questions again, let them know. Vinny rock sent you too easy core medical group. You've heard me talk about these guys a lot, right? The core medical group. I have, yeah. That's the, uh, the testosterone replacement therapy and hormone replacement therapy, several different things. I got a buddy who just jumped on it. He was a, he's a law enforcement officer who's retired, and uh, he was like, man, I've been feeling really crazy. You know, I'm feeling like real depressed. I'm not, I'm not feeling myself anymore. He went in there and got the test done. Um, they, do a, they do a discount for law enforcement. You let them know I sent you. Obviously, they'll give you a good discount. But what he got that I've never had is a vitamin B deficiency. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, dude, that's kind of cool. He goes, yeah, man, I didn't know either. And so I was looking over it. He was, he was asking me questions on how to use everything. I was like, well, obviously it kind of explains to him, but also he was just reluctant to use all that. Right. And I explained it to him and then I was like, look, I don't even know what that one is. Oh, it says it's vitamin B. I was like, oh, dude, that's cool, man. That's something he probably never would have known unless he wouldn't got his blood work done. Yeah, absolutely. And I know a while back I got tested for that and I know my levels were low and it's Probably yeah. something I should definitely look into. But you yeah. should. You should check it out, man. They're real cool dudes out there. Like Sydney, the guy who um, founded the company, he surrounds himself with really, really cool guys and uh, hardworking dudes. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I felt really good. I, I met um, Eric Coleman, who I believe this year is considered man of, man of the year for New York or something like that. Like really, oh, wow. really, yeah, he was a New York Jets football player. Okay. Well-respected. Awesome dude. He works for the company. He actually owns his own one in um, New York, and he helps guys get back into their life, you know, get back fit and healthy and, and getting that homeostasis, if you will, of hormones. So yeah. this is a program I've recommended to several veterans who are having heavy depression. A local kid here that I know personally, I told him, go get checked. And, and I'm waiting for his test to come back. I guarantee his T-levels are going to be below t- in, the, in the twos. Which is a big reason why he's feeling this depression and, and, mm-hmm. and, and laziness and just, just not himself. Absolutely. And, and these are guys that fighters have a lot of problems with this. And the reason why a lot of fighters can't jump on TRT is because of all the rules you have for, for UFC and everything else, which I understand. But after their life of fighting, there's got to be something that's going to help them with all the TBI. Because that's where the big cause is of people stopping, not, not creating, you know, producing the same hormones as before. Yeah, they, yeah. they stop fighting and then they... They just balloon up. They bottom out, man. It's just yeah. a, like their body's not working like it used to. It's a crazy thing. But if you guys are interested in that, check out Core Medical Group. You could check them out on Instagram. It's Core Med HRT. Um, this is a, this is a company I'm telling you right now that I really like. Uh, I'm really proud to be a part of it, and it's definitely been uh, for me. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of change, but not even just like physical. Like I got to start eating a lot better right now. You know what I mean? But emotionally, mentally, I still I feel really good. Do they facilitate the testing or do they? Yeah, no, they, they can do it anywhere in the United States. 
So if say you called right now and said you're interested in it, you're going to get all the insurance side of the things done. You could mm-hmm. also pay cash if it's a cash setup. Say, hey, look, I don't have insurance right now, but I'd like to pay cash to get it done. Right. They have a price for that. You pay them. They'll get you a location here in town that you can go get your blood work done. Obviously, you show up there, you fast, and then you show up, you get your blood work done. Within four days, they're going to tell you what your blood levels are at and tell you whether they even need the program or you don't. If you don't need the program, good. At least you know peace of mind that you don't have, you know, your hormones are all in, in check. But if you do, if there's something that's missing, they're going to try and find it for you. Very so, cool. Pretty cool program. You guys check them out if you have any questions. Uh, Willie Peach Chocolate, have you had that yet? Willie I Peach? haven't. Every time I'm at the barbershop, I see it and I'm like, yeah. Dude, just get one. Yeah. Just get, get one on me. It's WillyPeachChocolate.com. Willie Peach Chocolates is is a guy who makes these out of his own house, which to me is cool. He actually decided to go all in recently, walked away from his day career, day job, and all in on Willie Peach Chocolate. Me and him were working on a, a salsa together. I had uh, Will and Gina uh, try it. You know, t- uh, Will, um, tattoo Will. <laughs> Will XX. Will, Will underscore XX. I had him try it at dinner time one time, and he was like, bro, this is really good. They even called and said, Dude, do you have any more of that? I'm like, not yet, man. It's in production. We're working on actually doing a salsa, which is, it's well, it's kind of like a hot sauce slashed with a smoky flavor. Mm, it's really fantastic. cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So we're excited about that. Willie Peach Chocolate, my boy. Uh, I love being, him just being a part of the podcast, man. He jumped on super early, and he's been super loyal to me, man, and I'm always going to keep pushing him out. So Willie Peach Chocolate, you guys check him out. And a new sponsor uh, is Metal Force. Metal as in M-E-T-T-L-E. Um... They're shakers. They're just, you know, bottle shakers with, with whatever prints, you know, that he has. They're pretty cool. They're custom printed. Um, you guys check them out. It's metalforce.com. And what, what bottles does he use for his? Uh, blend or blender bottle. Blender bottle. And those are a well-recognized. Yeah, bl- yeah, those are probably the best. As far as I know, it's the gold standard for shaker cups. Shaker cups. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what the cool thing about this guy. He actually got a contract with them. So every single one of his shakers... Our blender bottles, blender bottle, right? I'm saying yep, right, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Here's the other cool thing. That's based out of Utah. Yeah, I've got a, a an immense supply of blender bottles in my cupboard at home. <laughs> I'm the guy that that makes has one, and then if I throw it in my bag and I forget about it, it's like, oh my god, that thing's gonna stink when I open it. <laughs> and then you retire it. It doesn't even get open. You just throw it in the garbage. Yeah, like that one's gonna have to go. I have to get another one from Metal Force. You guys check them out. Metal Force Fit on IG. That's M E T T L E. F-O-R-C-E-F-I-T. Check them out, Metal Force. Uh, if you guys are getting this time, it's a time of year to get in shape, man. It's a time of year to kind of drop a few pounds, or at least we all tell ourselves we're going to do that for a few months, and then we go right back to being ourselves. And that's okay, too. Summer season's coming. That's it. That's it. All right, guys, let's get to it. Uh, UFC. Dude, yeah. well, first, last week's fight. What do you think about that Oh, shit? man, so crazy. Did you think Tyson won? Yeah. Um, you know, aside from the, the, the two rounds that, uh, with the knockdowns, there was uh, another round that he won. Um, or Yeah, I think, he went, I think he ran. I think he won the second round. I really do. I, that for me, that was one of the rounds he won, um, and then the two knockdown rounds. And I might have had a fourth in there. I honestly right. might have had a fourth. But to, those are 10-9 rounds, right? And so... With those 10-9 rounds, those four, and two of those being a 10-8 round, yeah. I can see where the draw, 13, the 113-113, is feasible. Could happen. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Because, honestly, you have to understand, the judges sit at two different sides of the, of, of the... It's three different sides of the ring. What you see on your side might not necessarily be what they see on their side. Correct. And so, when one boxer has a solid round in the corner... The guy in the back probably doesn't see so much of the action yeah, and probably absolutely. saw a different fight, slightly. The one bot judge that drove me nuts, though, 
was the one that gave Wilder the first five rounds. Yeah, five or six, something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's that's incredible. Insane. Yeah, that's insane. There's no way possible. No, that guy was like, man, I really like, I really like Wilder, and he just mm-hmm. kept finding reasons to give them mm-hmm. rounds. There's no fucking way he had rounds. He had that many rounds with just the numbers alone. He kept him uh, on an average of what below sixteen percent, mm-hmm. uh, con- uh, um, not power punches, just punches landed. Yeah. In a round, and that and that's the reason why Tyson Fury is great fighter. That's why he's a great boxer. He can, huge differences. Huge differences in what he their did the same thing to Klitschko. Yep. People didn't, dude. I was watching that fight, and I'm like, who's this fucking dude? Who's this fucking dude? And I see him dancing around the ring, moving. I'm like, fuck, he's pretty good. Yeah, you super weird, but yeah. Yeah, you don't see a guy that size moving the way he does. No, 6'9". Fuck, that guy's bouncing like fucking twinkle toes in there, dude. He was dope. And then I, I haven't really dove into too much uh, with this, but I heard he donated his whole purse. $8 million. $8 million. Mm. Excuse me, chewing on ice. It's a bad habit. He donated $8 million to the homeless and hungry in... Britain, what was it? Yeah. England, something like that. The UK. In the UK. Crazy. That, that's fucking insane. Who does that? I was thinking about, I was thinking about, you think this guy has enough money for that? Like, he obviously has to have money saved up from his fights. And when you watch all the interviews from like, um, I watched several of them, Joe Rogan podcast, I watched a couple, a couple other um, interviews, and he kind of talked about how he was smart with his money. He was saying he was smart with his money. He was saying, you know. He's got it. If you can afford, you know, to just, oh, eight million, eight here no. it is. Crazy, bro. Yeah, you're doing all right. That was a, that was a stunner. But you know what he did? He don't won. See, the, he don't won see the, Conor McGregor doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. You know, I'm gonna say this first. Well, people are probably not gonna believe. I'm, I'm gonna say this first. I think Conor McGregor made a deal with Jameson. I think. I think twelve was his proper, proper 12, twelve. Yeah, is is from Jameson Barrels. Hmm. I'm gonna assume it, dude. It it's tastes possible. It's so similar. And there's probably this licensing agreement where no one can mention it, right? There's, there's probably, who knows, but I really believe it is so similar to Jameson. I feel it was only smart for Jameson to do it. Counter, uh, yeah, countering themselves. Right. Even, even though he's called out saying, well, I don't know if he maybe said Jameson itself, but yeah. he's definitely called out Irish whiskey as a whole. Yeah. I don't think it matters. You, you, you think you would give a fuck for your businessman and a businessman signing that contract? I take it. We'll fucking yeah. give you. Look, we have several of these fucking barrels that we're not going to use. It's, you know, we have the fucking whiskey, uh, whiskey up the ass here. You take these. We'll fucking provide the bottles because it's, it's another green bottle. Yeah. Right. Well, and to be able to, to, to presumably fill that demand. Yeah. Of what how that guy moves the needle. It may be a splash in the pond oh. and, and blow like the wind in six months and be gone. But uh all, that rising tide raises all ships, man. Dude, that's what I'm saying. I think that's probably the smartest business move by Jameson, and I'm just I'm just throwing shit out there. Maybe maybe not. But, maybe not. But maybe it can't it, be hurting them too bad. Fuck no, it can't. Some people may try it and be like, oh, maybe I like Irish whiskey. Yeah. Oh, dude, I thought it was I thought it was good. I drank it with some Dr Pepper. Yeah. That was pretty good. I mean, not better than Ledsinger's whiskey. <laughs> 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 Either way, man, that was that was a great boxing night. Um, the fight on UFC was a was a free card. That was the one with Dos Santos, Dos, Dos Santos, and yeah, um, um, Ty. Can't, I can't, can't think of his name. Yeah. New Zealand kid. I felt like it was the an shui. early stoppage. I felt bad because that stoppage. But the kid knows better. You can't fight from your back. You can't just throw a punch from your back and think the referee's going to stop that. That's right. just it's an unsafe position. But I'm super excited about this weekend's fights. 
dude, it's been very expensive for me ordering these fights, dude, because I'm like, I have to order, I have to order it. And I was like, well, I'll give myself a couple weeks. This, and then I saw this fight coming. I was like, you can't, oh, you can't yeah. miss this fight. This is not a fight you no. miss. Yeah. This fight is incredible. Let's just start with um. I don't want to start with the main event. Who? who what are some other undercards? Uh, so uh, starting out the main card, you have uh, Jimmy Manoan, uh, Thiago Santos. Yeah. Great, great fight. Who do you uh, think's gonna win that one? Ooh, that's. Let me see that pictures. Uh, let's see what we got for you. Uh, let's see. I'd probably say Jimmy Manoa. Thiago Santos. Hmm. Thiago Santos, um, he's pretty tough though. He's he's come out shining. He kind of, if I'm thinking it's the right same guy, I think he uh, he might be Darren Williams' doppelganger. Really? Did you click on his picture. Because um, here's the thing, man. These fights. You know what I was, tell, I was telling someone the other day? Um, fighting, dude. To me. The best personality right now in the fight game just recently is is um, um, Justin Gahey, because you know his me- what he mentioned at the end of his fight was it like something like this is an unforgiving sport. Oh, dude, he's dope. He's dope. He's got the big chest tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a monster. He's a monster. Um, but Justin Gahey says that you know this fight this this fight world's unforgiving. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dude, that's like that's the most Honest statement in fighting. You, if you go in there as a cocky piece of shit, when you fucking lose, you lose hard as fuck. Oh, boy, bad. Dude, yeah, and, the and fall is hard. The fall is hard. And if you go in there knowing, like, look, this sport is unforgiving, anyone can win at any fucking time, you know what I'm saying? And accepting, like, look, a loss is part of the game, but work your ass out to try and be the winner. I get it. But look, at you know what happened with Cody? Cody, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, the one who just lost to fucking Dillshaw again? Oh, no love, yeah. Bro, he hasn't posted on social media anything. He just recently came out with a post saying that, you know, he's been going through depression a hard time because of that loss. Oh, I bet. Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Can you talk all that fucking shit, bro, in a game where you know you're great? Don't get me wrong. You're fucking great. But you're also fighting against some of the other greats in their time. You can't ever go in there cocky as fuck, man. Well, and and who's to say, you know, they were friends at one time, and who's to say uh, Cody didn't get the best out of... uh, Right of him in, in the gym and yeah. let's say ninety percent of the time, so he's like, I got this, yeah. and then he yeah, he filled himself with too much confidence, and man. then he publicly, you know, does Blast that to him, you twice, talk some shit, and yeah. then boom, lose, boom, lost even worse. Yeah, that's hard, dude. So that fight right there is uh, say they say the two names, Thiago Santos and Jimmy Manoa. And who do you think's gonna win? Mm, I'd probably say I'd change my. Uh, Thing on that, and I'd say Thiago Santos. Yeah, you saw the picture. You remember who he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That dude's and a monster. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy Manoa. He's on a one and two in the last three, so yeah, he's kind of maybe in the need to win situation, um, and kind of the opposite of Thiago Santos. He's two and one in his last three, and he's had some battles, dude. He's had battles. some, and if I remember correctly, the one that he lost was a battle. Yeah, his and he got caught. I think it was, but um, that's the you know which one I'm excited about My, the Joanna. Oh, yeah. Dude, I can't. Who's the other girl she's fighting? Valentina Shevchenko. Valentina, dude, she is incredible. And those are two incredible fighters. Didn't they fight? Did you see that they fought before? And I believe it was a Muay Thai or kickboxing match? No, I don't think they have fought before. They did, bro. Back in the day in like a kickboxing match. So, okay. So, not in MMA, but. No, not in MMA. It was, you know, because they're both Muay Thai. 
Yeah. They're both backgrounds were Muay Thai, and I believe they either fought in a kickboxing match or a Muay Thai fight. And if I remember correctly, I got I got to look this up, but it went into a decision. I believe Valentina won it. And wow. so, so I got to look into that again. So, but so there's uh, no, they yeah. faced each other before, bro. Yeah. And and so the crazy cool thing is like they kind of seen each other. They know what it's that what they know what they're facing against. But now there's all these added amenities you can throw at them. You know, obviously the ground game and all this other shit. But yeah. these two ain't going to the ground, bro. They, yeah, they don't have any common opponents or anything like that. Uh, you know, Yohan is fighting a, kind of a little bit of a skid from fighting Rose twice, which well, that, was which is incredible fights. Yeah. And Rose, where is Rose? Uh, I think she had surgery. Or something. So yeah. tell me, this belt is is a vacant belt. Uh, yeah, this is a new, uh, a newer weight class. Weight class, kind of in between. Uh, so Ronda Rousey was one thirty five. Mm-hmm. This is one twenty five, and then and Joanna originally was one fifteen. One fifteen. So mm-hmm. this is the one twenty five. Correct. Here's the crazy thing: Joanna's going up weight, and yeah. then Valentina's going down. Yeah, she fought uh, Amanda Nunez to a split decision, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh. Incredible, and uh, I didn't think she, I, I thought Valentina won that fight. I saw I saw a fight. And I didn't think I didn't think that was a good fight, but I didn't yeah. think Nunez won it. Yeah, um, obviously split decision. Yeah, so it's controversial. Yeah, and she that was a, they fought that at what weight class? Didn't they fight that up at the upper one, one forty five? I think it was one thirty five. Was it one thirty five? Yeah. Damn, who's at one forty five right now? That's isn't oh that's that's cyborg cyborg that monster. Yeah. So that's the other thing I think about. I think Valentina's a bigger fighter coming down. It's always scarier than a smaller fighter coming up. You know, you the got, speed and the cardio. Just power alone. Power losing, alone. The size. Power. Yeah. She, yeah. The, the, the smaller fighter is losing power in my head. And the bigger fighter is known for hitting, getting hit by bigger fighters. They've fought at bigger fighters. It's a whole different world. I think Valentina's going to have her way with Ioana. Which sucks because I really do like Yuana as a fighter. Yeah, I think Yuana just how small framed she is. She needs she to stay down. She does look really small. Well, Dude, be- she's tiny, bro. She is tiny. Valentina, remember at 135, she had shoulders like, she looked monstrous, dude. And for her now to drop to 125, I think she's going to be too overwhelming for Joanna. That's what I think, Could man. Be. Yeah. yeah. Because it's going to be a good fight. And, and, and like I said, Joanna is one of those fighters that you love. She's just a cool fighter to watch. She's, she's talented and fucking badass. Just don't think she's gonna have enough of Valentina, man. Yeah, uh, another uh, another one. Uh, Alex Oliveira versus Gunnar Nelson. Connor Nelson's uh, off mm-hmm. on again, off again training buddy. It looks like that's that's a that's a hell of a fight. That's gonna be crazy. Who do you think? Hmm. I go for Gunnar. Uh, yeah, Gunnar. Gunnar's probably he's the odds favorite, so yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. Just um, man, this, you just never know with this fucking game. Though, they're both dude. two and one in their last three, so that's. Yeah. They need that win. They want that win. That yeah. UFC world, man. I was talking to someone about it the other day about how much money they make compared to like a Bellator fighter makes some some good money because they also still have their sponsorships. You know what I mean? And that that helps pays a lot of guys. Oh, yeah. And they said something in the UFC. I believe if you're, you know, one of the topper fighters, you know, the high level fighters, you still get a piece of some of that um, sponsorship money from the, yeah. the major brands, but. The other guys don't get shit. Yeah, the um, I remember one time, and this was back back in the good old days, but that uh, some of the more infamous, you know, or fighters and stuff like that, that yeah, a single square on their pat on their pants, yeah, would be like twenty grand. Dude, crazy amount of money, and not th- a, not a big one, just a, like yeah. a little one on I their think leg. Stitch did on said something that he's lost over a hundred thousand dollars just in losing sponsorships. Yeah, it's crazy. That's terrible. That's a hard thing, though, dude. I like to see the clean, the cleanliness of the fighters in UFC. 
without the billboard shorts. I do like to see yeah. that. Or Condom Depot on somebody's ass. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, um, I don't know what the conversion rate is, right, or the return of investment is for for sponsoring a fighter and having your name on their shorts. I just don't like. We know Condom Depot because I think that's like, what the fuck? That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those weird ones. But I've still never gone up. to Condom Depot myself and yeah. googled it. So, no. yeah, so I don't know if there's a return of investment there. I've sponsored fighters because I know that lifestyle and I and I feel for them and I appreciate them. So, you know, us at Beard.com, we've we've sponsored several fighters. Five hundred bucks here, five hundred bucks there, because it's just cool to support your, your fighting dudes who Absolutely. entertain you. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh I don't think there's a return of investment there, man. I, I think I don't even think more people buy Reebok because it's in UFC. I think people just buy the UFC shirt, and that's where they right. get their, you know, their Yeah, Reebok, Reebok's probably definitely getting more of a needle mover out of uh, CrossFit the, and stuff like that than they, they yeah. are aware of, of the UFC. Well, I'll tell you what. The, you know what? The last time I probably did buy Reebok was because I, I tried to get into CrossFit, and I decided real quick that wasn't for me. Right. <laughs> like, ah! Burpees? No. Dude, those kill me. Those are the worst. So, like I said, my prediction on the on the Yuana fight for sure. The top two fights in this in this card is going to be Yuana yeah, Yuana versus Valentina, and I think I call Valentina and the and the and who do you, who are you call on that one? Uh, I'm going to say Valentina. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she's just bigger. Yeah. I just think she's overwhelming. She's just going to be overwhelming. I'm interested to see if Rose knocked out Yuana. There's a good chance that freaking Valentina is going to knock her out, yeah, too. Yeah, I'm going to feel bad for Ioana, though. I would feel so bad. Good, oh, dude, love her to death. She, I do, too. I think she's so cool. My wife is, like, in love with her. She goes, I love her on her social media. She's so cool. She's. So, I was like, I know. but She does she, have a good social media. Yeah, really good. And I think she's going to get her ass kicked. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the main event, though, dog, I can't tell you how excited I am with this, but also how uncomfortable I am with this fight, dude. Remember I sent you a message? I sent you a message that someone sent me, uh, you know, a high-level MMA guy will go nameless told me that Max Holloway will never fight again because right. based off of his I remember the conversation I can't even remember the, the name but that's the right. head trauma yeah you know the head trauma he said there was some severe head trauma there was something wrong with the blood work they were blaming it on dehydration yep but he woke up that morning for an interview and was slurring his words and very slow to speech yes and they were even mentioning it on the fucking UFC post show uh, pre-show yeah. saying uh, it looks. It sounds like he just got out of bed. You know what I mean? And he yeah. goes, "No, I'm good." And so his whole demeanor was different. And those are signs that were indicative of a, of a severe head trauma. And they even said that he, during their training, he went to the doctor a few times to get checked because he was different. He was off. Uh, and and the doctor said there's nothing they, they they can't find anything. Yeah. They ended up calling the fight because of that. And this was the, the original fight against. Um, it was Max Holloway versus. Khabib, I think. Khabib, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Who ended up stepping in for that fight? Oh yeah, yeah it was it was what's his name stepped in. Um, Matt Sarah's fighter. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that kid's got a, he's got a tough name. But either way, so that's why he stopped. He didn't fight that fight. And from there, I sent you a message. I sent a message, a few text messages to my buddies, and they were like, "Yeah, dude, he's never fighting again. Keep that between us." I'm like, "Whoa." Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden, we hear this fight, and I'm like, "Man." That's a scary thing, because is he ever going to fight again? It was it was in question, and now all of a sudden he's fighting. Yeah, is he fighting because he needs the money? Is he fighting because you know the team just believes he can? Is there a significant head trauma there that can potentially be you know? Are we hurting his future? The the, the understanding that I got it was from weight loss that he was uh, he was up to like one eighty five. Or like in that kind of 180, yeah. 180 yeah, yeah. range. And, and trying to cut all the way down. And he cut that much weight so fast to get 
to that fight is what it what it did. It, it that's what hurt him. It really depleted him, and it's which is crazy. Cause did you see when he went to the Wands this time? No, I, he walks. I, he walks out, and he has the hush mouth, telling everyone to be quiet, keep it down. He weighs in, he makes weight, and he tells him again, keep it quiet. And, and uh, you know, I went online to talk, and and who who is it? Our I can't remember his name. Um, one of the guys who who posts on uh, Instagram quite a bit. He said like someone asked like why is he doing that, and he says it's to tell the critics to sh- like to keep yeah, it down because he's had trouble making weight in the in his past, and his last obviously his last cut fucking damn near killed him. So, uh, you know, he made weight and, uh, I'm nervous because I'm hoping it wasn't some severe head trauma and it was maybe just depletion of minerals and why he's so lethargic. But, um, I still don't, do I go for him? No, I go for, I go for freaking a Brian Ortega, dude. Now you're pretty familiar with the Gracie's. Is there Yeah. out of the, out cause he's. Brian Ortega is pretty much direct lineage out of. Yeah, the, he trains out of the academy. Um, is there anybody else that's been as successful out of that? As he is? No, not in MMA. Yeah. No, not in mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts is a whole different beast. Um, there have been very few Gracie-trained fighters that have gone very far. I think he's right now, to me, the, the highest level. Right. Because he's well, he's a total package. He's not just a jiu-jitsu guy. No, you know, yeah. He's a high-level jiu-jitsu guy, but his hands have been doing all the work. His hands and kicks have been doing it. His footwork yeah. and his hands have been... That's what's been owning people. Like what he did to Frankie Edgar was insane. Same. You've never yeah. seen anyone fucking work him that bad. No. It was incredible. And that's why like with the momentum that he's having right now, with his demeanor and personality, which is a winner, I think all the fans are like, this mm-hmm. guy is yeah, super, fucking super classy, fucking genuine, fucking doing a lot for charities outside. Um of good speaker, right? I think that kills a lot of guys in, in that, like Tyrone Woodley. I think that's killed his career by being, by not being very articulate when he speaks in his interviews. It's kind of like, ah, you're a douche. You know, he's kind of a douchey dude. You know, for some reason, I think that's what kind of kills yeah, his and career. He, he talks about his past, but he doesn't dwell on it as far as, uh, yeah, he uses it to elevate himself and not right. be like, uh, you know, poor me, this is where I came from. Yeah, it's, no, man. I think he's, I am who I am because of where I came from. Yeah, he's a fun fighter to watch, man. For some reason, like, like guys like Tyrone Woodley who are, Exciting fighters, you can't deny how fucking talented that dude is and how scary he is in the fucking ring. Absolutely. I don't like the guy. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's a big, I think it's a big part of guys' careers. If you like the guy, you're going to go farther. But you're also, you can be the guy that everyone wants to get knocked out as well. And I think that's Tyrone Woodley. He's the Mayweather in my world uh, in MMA. Yeah. Like, I just want to see him get knocked out because for some reason, I'm not a fan of the dude. Is he a good fighter? Holy yeah. shit, he's scary. When he performs, it's... Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't fight the dude. I'd be yeah. scared as fuck. The guy's a monster. I know he'd kick my ass, but I can tell you as a fan of the fight game, I'm not a fan of him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I'm a fan of Brian Ortega to the fucking day I die. I go to the Gracie Academy. Um, that's where my buddy Alex trains me, and I'm hoping every time I run into this motherfucker, dude, because I think he's such a cool dude. Right. Yeah, he's freaking awesome. Yeah. I, so uh, I predict he's going to win, um, but it's not going to be an easy feat, man, because the pressure that Max puts on you is what changes the game. What he puts on Aldo, what he put on everyone else, he fights just the pressure, constant, constant, constant pressure. pressure. Um, if if Ortega can't find a way to, to slow him down, Ortega's going to get overran, you know? Yeah, but if it even goes to the ground, though, oh, ooh, done. That, that guillotine. Done. Yeah. Done. So That reposition of the guillotine he had and, and with one arm. And oh, my God, dude. Insane. That's the kind of stuff that guy's. He's incredible. And I, I do like his person outside. I follow the social media. I follow his Gracie stuff he does, too. And, and that Gracie Academy, cool thing. It's Enron is uh, Enron Gracie, Enron Gracie. I can't mm-hmm. because of the H, I don't know how to pronounce or the R and it's pronounced as an H. Right. Um, Heron. Heron. 
he's an incredible person too. So it's really cool to see he came up from the same ranks as that guy because because Enron, say it again. It's like a, almost like hero, but Huron. Huron. He has some incredible things he teaches. His social media is really good. You should follow that one because he does a lot of drills and teachings for women in their own house, how they can protect in their oh, house, wow. how to defend from the car, how to, how to defend from different locations. Like, yeah. All kinds of stuff he teaches at the at the Gracie Academy and videos that they've done. They've done a lot of video production, which has been to me, out of anyone else in the game right now, he's killing video production because he does a lot of videos and explains the tactics and the skill sets. And it's so simple. It's the basics of jujitsu. It's really white level, uh, white belt level um, technique that can help you protect yourself in an event if someone oh, tries to cool. take you from a car, whatever the case. It's really yeah. cool. Really cool shit. And, I mean, that's the same bloodline. Not bloodline, but same family. L- lineage. Yeah. Lineage yeah. of what uh, Brian Ortega come from. Really good people trying to do good shit in this world. Uh, doesn't take away from my freaking, you know, my boy Max. I have my, my buddy... Um, Cabbage in Hawaii, you know what I mean. Yeah. Those guys, I've, I forgot sp- about him. He's yeah, he's so cool. Dude. I text him quite a bit here, but also, um, you know, BJ Penn, all those guys. Hawaiians, the Hawaiian MMA has been huge and, and yeah, very very talented. None to take away from Max, but on this one, bro, I go for Ortiz. Yeah, Max has definitely filled that uh, that BJ Penn role very well. Good. There's, you know, there's only been a few title holders from from there. Mm-hmm. There's some great fighters from there, but but hands down, BJ Penn was is probably going to always be known as the greatest wine fighter. Absolutely. Right? I just, Amazing. He, yeah, he's incredible and and he just had a really great career fighting some of the best in the world, but Max Holloway has kind of stepped in behind that and done the same. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and I'm interested to see where both their I mean where where Ortega's career goes or Max Holloway's career goes, but um you can't take away from Max. He's an incredible fighter. I just feel like I would love to see uh, TCD win this one mm-hmm. and see where it goes from there, man. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's a fun, fun world. If, if he doesn't, uh, Max wins, all they're going to hear about is how bad Max wants to fight in Hawaii. Bro, bro. And the other thing is, who does he fight next? If Max wins, who do you fight next? Is Connor? Could does, be, maybe. Does Connor come back? Yeah, uh, Connor's coming back. I've. Uh, what weight class? It'd probably be at 55. Okay. You know, Connor's a gamer. I don't suppose he wouldn't do 145 again, but he can do it all. Um, Khabib, uh, Khabib's good. Yeah, you know what I mean. There's a, there's a size thing there. But the thing is, we saw that there is holes in Khabib's game. You just got to be able to sprawl, bro. Yeah, that's it. Whoever can keep themselves off the ground, you can you can find a way to beat Khabib. He's got wild hands. They're heavy hands, but they're wild. But he is all about control, control, control. And if you can stay away from him, like, um, what's his damn name? The guy that fucking Sarah taught, uh, the Sarah, Sarah's fighter that filled in for Max that one fight. Um, he's the motherfucker that kind of exposed that. You, he really did, yeah. yeah you can it, go the distance with Khabib. It was, uh, um, yeah, it was, it was kind of, it was really eye-opening. It was really surprising on, on what he was able to accomplish with, with getting that you know, getting that done. Yeah. It's just, just stay away from him. Don't let him take it down. When he does take it down, get your ass back up as fast as you can and then fucking outstrike him. And there were some huge hands lifted and he, he landed some really solid shots and I thought it might be able to take him, but fucking Khabib's got a goddamn fucking chin on him. Yeah. But a, a, a bigger fighter with bigger hands who can move, who can move just as good. Khabib's in trouble. But yeah. right now I can't tell you there's any out there. I think Max Holloway might be able to do it. Maybe. Maybe. That'd be a good yeah. one. Um, the pressure they both put T- on each other. T-City, same type of thing. Like He's got to stay away from the ground game. But at the well, same thing, he has a ground game. He has a ground so game. So take him down. Somebody that's got really high-level jiu-jitsu would be really interesting to see how that, uh, you know, it would probably bore half the people out there. But. Oh, God, I know. How about 
we'll, we'll get off here and finish this real quick. But last thing, John Jones coming back and fighting Gustafson first yeah. fight for a belt. Yeah, stripping just stripping DC. Why? I don't. You know, I don't know. I think you know just to keep the keep the, keep the ball rolling. Yeah, keep it rolling. And technically, since it was overturned, I guess he never technically lost. The belt. Dude, DC is so. another one of those champs I'm just not a fan of, bro. Yeah? No, I am not I love a fan. Him. People yeah. love him. People love him. I don't like him. I don't like what he did to freaking homeboy, the other heavyweight, um, Stipe. Yeah. Oh, that hurt my heart because I'm like, Stipe, dude, you dummy. Come I, on, big guy. Yeah. I mean, he's a great, Stipe is, Stipe is one of my favorite heavyweights of all time because how in shape he is, how awesome he, the dude is and firefighting. You know, like the guy all around is a cool person. I was so upset that he let the inside go and then with that, that, that inside punch that knocked him out. Abs- I'm yeah. like, damn it, man. Like, I felt that coming. I'm like, dude, get away from him. Get away from him. Stay stay, stay away from that dude because he grabs you. You're fucked. Yeah, you're going to go for a ride. Yeah. you're gonna- <laughs> And he's not, he's never looks like he's in shape. It doesn't matter. People don't no. get that. No, that dude is a dangerous, dangerous He's not Roy man. Nelson by any means, but. No. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. So I, I don't know. I I would love to see Gustafson win that and just just let's just end the, the whole Bones or Jones era. Yeah. He's, he's One thing that's kind of crazy is uh, tomorrow on the eighth is uh, the last HBO boxing event. That's dude. That tripped me out. That they, they, they why would not why would they not continue that contract? What happened there? I don't know. You know, it's uh, they. You know, with I'm assuming with uh, you know. Companies buying companies, they just looked to, to what you know. Didn't what, make sense. What the return on investment is, and yeah, it's probably pay per view is killing right now, though, dude. It, there, that's probably the truth right there. Pay per view is worth more than anything right now. You're paying a subscription monthly for HBO for twenty bucks a month. They're missing a lot of money they could be getting from one night of fighting. Yeah, they, that's really the truth, you know. So if his, if if HBO joined with another, you know, online or pay per view kind of thing. Right, they did more HBO yeah. pay-per-view events. Right, they just, would make way more money instead of just on their standard broadcasting. Right, yeah, that's. But it just sucks for boxing because because your average dude can't sit there and watch a great fight. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, dude, that's why I love that they brought what well, they brought boxing to NBC. I think it is that that Prime. What do they call it? Yep. Some, something Prime. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, just free boxing and they have two. Um, Keith Thurman fights on there already. I mean, some good fights on there for free. That's where it should be, man. You got to let the average man be able to turn on the TV and watch it, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been a long run for him. You know, it was uh, I think it was George Foreman, uh, Joe Frazier was the first fight on HBO. Oh shit, that's a long time. Like 1973. Yeah, I remember when I was younger. That's what we used to watch all the time. Yeah, it's boxing's changing time, though, man. Boxing longer than my life. So boxing is changing big time. You know, with with stuff like that, with with I mean, it's just the fact that we had an MMA fighter step in the ring with with Mayweather, one of the greatest in the world, uh, with with Golden Boy Productions doing with all their little antics now and jumping into MMA. I mean, it's just a weird world of fighting right now, dude. Yeah, and yeah. then speaking of Mayweather, it's like he's doing some sort of well, the Japanese kid, Japanese right? thing at the end of the. He's got the, a decent record in the month. That that could be depending on the rule set or whatever, dude. The, Handshake agreement is is uh, it could be one of the funniest things. He can ruin his fifty zero career. Yeah, because this kid's not not just a no, walk in the park, dude. No, yeah, he's. Uh, I think they're playing him for a fool. Didn't, yeah. didn't um, I think Brendan Schaub said Brennan that? Schaub said yeah, that, yeah. He's, yeah, he said he thinks that the uh, Asian community over there is using him for uh, like to elevate this guy's uh, stock over 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 there. As far as uh, he, you know, he he beats the legend. Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. Game over. 
and then it's a uh, game over as far as uh, you know. Hey, you know that's a that's a hell of a thing to put on your resume. That's changed the game for him. That is that I, I beat uh, Floyd Mayweather. You know, just put him in a corner and beat him. If Maidana yeah. had another chance, I think he could do it. <laughs> what about uh, Lomachenko? Like he fights next weekend too. This weekend too. Yeah, tomorrow uh, I, I, Saturday. I don't think there's anyone's going to touch that kid for a while. But uh, he's supposed to come up a rank. How come uh, him and Mayweather couldn't fight? They could, they yeah. could, but uh, I don't think anyone. I don't think because Mayweather picks his fights. Yeah, that's why. And Mayweather knows he does not want to touch that kid. That kid is the scariest guy in boxing right now. I wish he wasn't so small because I like to see that guy like fight some bigger dudes. But he's just a small frame guy. He's gonna dominate that world for so long. I can't see anyone coming close to that dude until he starts going up. He has to go up at least five pounds. I think he fights in the 140 range. If he if he goes up to 130, 143 or 144, yeah. uh, that area, that area. Now you're starting to hit some serious boxing um, challenges for him. That that it would be exciting for everyone to watch. There's guys like Spence. There's guys like um, Keith Thurman. There's guys. I mean, all the fighters out there. Adrian Bronner. All these dudes that like they're good fighters. Yeah. And to see this kid step up to that. Um, would be exciting, but I'm worried about it. it might be too small to go up that extra pounds. You know, he's he's a great fighter. He's powerful enough. He can handle it. But him and him and fucking Canelo would be great. But that's a it's oh, yeah. going up some weight for him. You know, is there not a lot of stock behind him because he doesn't have that many fights? No, I think there's a lot of stock behind him. But the fact is, no one wants to fight him. I think he's too scary. His first fight he ever fought, I actually watched that fight, and uh, I thought he won, but it went to decision, and I believe it was a split decision that he lost his first professional fight ever, you know what I mean, against a, a Solato, which is a crazy hard fighter. Mexican just goes, wow. he just kept getting, just kept going in and getting hit and getting hit and getting hit. He was just, and it was a, it was a short, uh, I can't remember how many rounds it was, but he lost that one. I didn't think he should have lost it, but at the same time, you saw like how talented he had over like three hundred fucking amateur fights, fucking two gold medals. I mean, the guy's insane. He's trained by his dad, who his dad looks just like him. You know what I mean? They're really fucking stern, Ukrainian, just fucking yeah. You know, just really badass dudes. He refers to himself as the video game, and his dad controls him. Yeah. And all the dude, time. And dude, and it's incredible because he has good social media. He's doing kind of like a BJPen.com does. Okay. He's putting a lot of different fights on his stuff, um, but he's a really good fighter to watch that you will not see the technique he does that most pros don't do anymore he sticks to the body a lot more you know what i mean he's mm -hmm. you're talking someone who takes angles in boxing this motherfucker's footwork is bar none the best in the game right now he'll be in front of you one minute step to the side and you're, he's, he's behind you dude and that's wow. how fun it is to watch that guy fight i just think he's too good right now like there's there's no one really matching up in his weight class right now, and he's been walking through everybody walking through him dude like, does he train here in the u.s uh, i don't i don't know i don't know I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming he does. But I don't know, man. Let's wrap this up. I got to go pick up the kids. Okay. But, um, dude, it was a pleasure what? having you on. Yeah, thank you. We got to keep doing this, dude. We don't, Whenever you're in town, we got fights. Let's talk about it. You guys listening, if you have questions about any fights, if you want to hear something, if you want to hear us highlight any other fights, we will. Um, thanks for listening to the Vinny Rock Podcast, uh, our fight conversations. Later.